0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola.
1: All right, welcome to is today, Tuesday. I'm getting confused cuz you cuz Keith you're supposed to be in here in 2 days. Uh Keith Knudsen, the Turbo political science professor in with me. Did you walk over today? You usually walk over. I did. It's beautiful out it's, there, Rick. It's still walking, you know. Yesterday if you would have tried that, it might have been worse cuz I think it was. I don't know if it was snowing at this time. Hmm. Man, I tro- I drove home. I was in here pretty late last night, and I drove home, and I was going like 30 miles an hour. I couldn't see anything. I've got my, I got a four wheel drive truck, so, but I'm like in the back roads on outside of La Crescent, hitting the rivets on one side of the road, and then hitting the rivets on the other side of the road. It was pretty scary. Uh, wasn't going fast though. All right, so... Yeah, it's good to see and know you're safe and sound, Rick. Yeah, right. I did, uh, I did hit my retaining wall a little bit going up <laughs> my driveway with the truck, but that's fine. It's 22 years old. You got to test those walls every <laughs> once in a while. No dents. I didn't have any dents. Uh, 608-785-7914, the talk and text line, if you want to get in here. I'll turn that on, too, so that I can actually see the text. If you have questions for Keith Knutson, it's kind of a lot going on today. Uh, Keith usually comes in on Thursday, just had something going on, so we snuck him in today, and we could talk a little bit about, I don't know where you want to go, Keith, Democratic debates tonight, the final debate before we start voting on these, these well, people. before the uh, uh, citizens of Iowa who identify with the Democratic
2: Party get to gather uh, together in their, their local caucuses. So uh, the people who participate in these events – Uh, that is these caucuses, uh, they're going to put in uh, an evening's uh, effort to have a voice in the Democratic nominating process. So they'll be listening to uh, some speeches. Uh, People will then uh, decide which of the candidates that they support, and uh, those uh, uh, supporters will be numbered up, and unless they get to a certain threshold, uh, of, of uh, numbers of supporters maybe some of the candidates will not get support in that caucus meeting you've got to get a threshold and so then people whose candidates are not going to uh, get any support in that particular caucus gathering uh, they're going to have to decide who do they want to turn to since their preferred candidate uh, didn't get enough support to actually get um, uh well, eventually, delegates out of the state of uh, Iowa to go to the national Democratic convention. Interestingly enough,
1: in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, in uh, late July, and that's where uh, we're also tonight. Donald Trump is in Milwaukee. Probably, I don't know exactly what time he's speaking. Is he speaking right now? I don't. I, th- I feel like Might it'll be, be a little bit early.
2: Our- uh, I read uh, today that uh, his son-in-law Jared Kushner is going to be speaking. Uh, if not to the rally, uh, somewhere in Milwaukee, addressing uh, criminal justice reform. And uh, this goes back to, uh, uh, for at least for me, uh, in a rather personal sense on this program. Uh, callers have asked me, uh, has President uh, Trump done anything I could agree with? And signing that criminal justice bill, um, I give uh, uh, the president uh, his just due for signing that bill and getting some Uh, Justice reform. And Jared Kushner is going to be uh, uh, talking about that uh, with presumably uh, supporters of the president. I don't know if that's a warm up to the president in the rally or a a, a different
1: different, uh, site. Um, so we have Kushner in charge of uh, criminal justice reform. Well, now? that was then. Uh, and peace in the Middle East uh, uh, and China and.
2: Well, <laughs> it, it, he's also in charge now of uh, not that wall you ran into last night, but the the proposed wall on uh, the U.S.-Mexican border, um, trying to get that moving along uh, uh, it uh, just came out that the president wants to divert uh, something like, I think, $7 billion out of the defense budget right. to go into building the wall. Uh, they're finding uh, challenges in actually getting the property uh, they need to to build that wall. And most of what has uh, been built uh, is uh, technically a, a rebuild of... A previous wall fences
1: that have been there. Yeah, something. Yeah, really fences on top have, of them. Uh, is it eminent domain? Is that essentially what they're trying to do to get this wall built in certain places? Yes, they do have to uh, a little bit what Foxconn uh, uh, did in Wisconsin, uh, eminent, eminent well, domain. Well, that went some. a lot
2: faster, I think, than uh, the proposed wall. Um, the wall and uh, the high-speed rail in California are moving along at about the same pace, because individual citizens um, are. Um, fighting having their property uh, acclaimed by the
1: uh, government um, uh, on eminent domain uh, what they're doing to bypass that i read an article bypass uh, the train by, no the uh the wall bypass eminent domain taking private people's lands to build a wall as they're just going into national wildlife refuges now and and building wall. they're trying to build a wall there so, so, so uh, splitting uh, habitats which isn't the greatest thing for animals who also can't scale the wall Sure. Um, Yeah, there is a a, a wildlife refuge that uh,
2: uh, people in Texas are beginning to fight. And, uh, you know, some number of uh, Texans who live on the border, who uh, articles I've read even have voted for uh, Donald Trump as president, um, don't want to have their property, some of their property would be divided. So you've got a piece of property right on the border, you've got a wall going through the middle of your property, you lose half of it, basically, uh, access to it. Um, So people are finding that uh, uh, the wall is much more complex than perhaps what we uh, were led to envision in the 2016 uh,
1: campaign. Yeah, more complex. Even if Mexico would have paid for it, uh, it would be a complex issue, uh, which they're
2: not. (laughs) Well, Rick, that would have been a much less expensive issue, at least directly for us. But it does look as though um, the promise that Mexico would pay for the wall is... um, um, well, a promise that uh,
1: is not going to be kept. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to hit news. We'll be back with Keith Knudsen from Viterbo, political scientist. If you got questions, uh, we'll try to hit the impeachment. What are we calling it? Impeachment articles that are coming to the Senate tomorrow. Hit on that a little bit and Dem Debate when we come back. on am with him. All right, welcome back to the cross Talk PM. If you want to get in here, talk to... Professor Keith Knutson, you got questions about democratic presidential primaries, kind of, kind of on the horizon. We could talk about that. Impeachment articles. There's always just the next step, and it. it's not fresh in my head. Like I know it would be for you. Like, oh yeah, Rick, the articles of impeachment. I'm always like the impeachment inquiry. No, what's the next? Okay, thinking, thinking. Uh, but yeah, so. But that that was that's kind of the news today, and it's been kind of the news. Well, it's been the news for weeks now. But uh, Nancy Pelosi said she's going to finally send over the articles of impeachment to the Senate. Right? Did I get that right. Is that how that's that...
2: right? Uh, the, the the House will have to vote first, um, and uh, then uh, Speaker Pelosi will decide uh, who out of the House will be the um, uh, the representatives from the House who go to the Senate and
1: prosecute the case uh of uh, the of the two impeachment charges the so i'm gonna try to draw a comparison here a uh, couple maybe a month or so ago wisconsin governor tony evers held a special session to kind of force the legislature assemblies whatever it was the uh, Well, I don't think we'd say he held it. He called for He called for a special uh, session.
2: The governor has the right to call the legislature into this special session, and he um, wanted to—well, of course, this is politics, right? So he's trying to get the Republican-controlled legislature uh, to pass uh, some—or at least um, uh, a debate
1: gun control. Yeah, like argue for or against it. Like, hey, you you guys don't want to even talk about this. Well— why don't you want to talk, you know, not, not even that. Why don't you let's get in here and talk about why you don't want gun legislation passed. So, but what Republicans did was they gaveled in and gaveled out, gaveled a little hammer, gaveled in and gaveled out this special session without talking about it at all. And the worry with the House sending impeachment to the Senate, right, is that Mitch McConnell will do the same thing and just be like, gavel in? We're going to gavel in and gavel out the MP. I don't know, that's my Mitch, Mitch, Mitch McConnell. Uh, <laughs> good, we're just going good, good to try. What's but I'm- I wonder if a lot of people would have a problem if the Senate just went, nope, we're not even going to, even debate it we're just going to gavel in and like something so yeah, a important. A poll
2: that is. just came out today, uh, 70% of the American public actually wants the Senate to call witnesses yeah. in the impeachment trial. So that that um uh, s- uh, some, uh, summarily dismissing, uh, the
1: impeachment charges, the votes do not uh, exist in the Senate. Now to this, do that, this isn't a new concept, just gaveling in and out at impeachment. This has happened before, right? Like there not a lot of impeachments, but you said something about well, Clinton's trial. Uh, in
2: 1999, when uh, Bill Clinton was impeached, uh, the Democrats in the Senate, uh, did propose this, the
1: the Republicans controlled the Senate. So it, it did not happen. Um, what was the feeling there when? Because obviously, there had to be news, right? Like uh, Democrats want to gavel in and gavel out impeachment. Did, 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 is that was that laughable back in '99? Because that seems kind of laughable. Well, but remember, also uh, he's being impeached for given getting a you know what, essentially. Right. I, I think different circumstances. Um,
2: uh, a majority of the American public was opposed to the Clinton impeachment process and and the republican party had already paid a price in the 1998 midterm elections where they lost seats in the house of representatives history would have told us that they would have picked up seats in the house mm-hmm. um, and so i think the, the 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 setting for uh this the, the trial in 1999 was uh, a bit different from what it is today i know that uh, in, in a partisan sense uh The supporters of the president are uh, diametrically opposed uh, to the impeachment and and perhaps uh, in agreement with President Trump in not having a trial. Um, Of course, the calculation, not for Democrats, all the Democrats, uh, uh, as I was reading today, all all 47 uh, Democratic senators want to have uh, the trial and they want to
1: have witnesses come in to the Senate. John, and documents, right? Like Trump not only and, and, has Trump withheld witnesses like John Bolton, uh appoint, Trump appointed witnesses. It's not like these are Democrats that are trying to get on the these are Trump appointed witnesses. Also Trump's been withholding all kinds of documents that that who sure. knows what they say. Right.
2: Uh so McConnell's position has been let's do what we did in 99. Let's begin the Senate trial. Uh get the opening statements. And uh, McConnell says then we can vote on whether we want to have witnesses come in uh, for this trial. And so the uh, 47 Democrats, they would need to get uh, four Republicans uh, to go along with them. And uh, there are some number of Republicans in states uh, maybe up for election in the fall of this year or maybe like Mitt Romney. Who seems to be inclined? Uh, He hasn't said he is absolutely for this, uh, but uh, has indicated that he would uh, perhaps like to have some witnesses. So the Democrats need to get four Republicans to vote with them to open up the trial for witnesses. And then uh, who are these witnesses going to be? Uh, Once we get, if we do get witnesses in the trial, Uh, some Republican senators would like uh, to call in uh, former Vice President Biden and his son Hunter Biden, Um, that might begin to lead the trial into uh, a a bit more of a something akin to a reality TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, for the decorum of the U.S. Senate, I wonder if Mitch McConnell would... uh, uh, allow that to develop uh, but witnesses um, who have pertinent information to the impeachment charges that that's one uh, perhaps success or possible success of uh, speaker Pelosi holding
1: back the impeachment articles to let this percolate up for a few weeks well on top of that there's all kinds of more there's all kinds of new evidence that comes out and I don't know if they get to you know include new evidence into you know, old sure, impeachment. Well, but. well, sure,
2: if John Bolton were to testify before the Senate,
1: uh, the evidence that he, uh,
2: he refused to go to the House um, and, and testify, well, he, he didn't have to refuse because the House didn't send him a subpoena. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his uh, assistant was subpoenaed, um, and uh, then the House gave up uh, pursuit of that
1: subpoena. Um, there's also new evidence uh, Rudy Giuliani's friends, Lev and Igor, uh, they've had the turn- I,
2: think, I think there's another name. Is there? Is it, is it Igor?
1: Yeah, I think it is. I, I can look. I thought it was Lev and Igor. They've they've turned in their phones to you know whatever yes. body is investigating and, them. And, so and
2: Lev Parnas seems um, quite anxious to um, uh, enter into uh, the Senate trial, uh, even and, and provide uh, testimony.
1: And yeah, of course, it's Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman. And Igor Fruman. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 608-757-914. Eric's been waiting on hold. Thanks, Eric, for waiting. I'll put you on in just a second. Keith's getting his headphones on. Now you're on. Go ahead, Eric.
3: Yeah, I was kind of wondering, uh, when are you going to ask for uh, any uh, phone calls anyway? Uh, All you
1: do doing more. All right. Thanks a lot, Eric. Oh, come on now, Eric. Call us back and ask ask a question. <laughs> Eric, if if people want to call, then I will put them on. And uh, uh, we we do have a text here. And I, I didn't really vet this, so I'm going to try to read it, uh, Other though there's a word called butter than. Uh, right now, as a Democrat, maybe you know better than I do today. You guys talk about one vote, one person. Can you explain the rules uh, to a super delicate? Kit. Delegate? Superdelegate? Well, this is dealing
2: with the national conventions, I think, is what this uh, question uh, must be addressing. And so through the nominating process, um, the political parties, uh, and we, out of the last election in 2016, um, uh, Hillary Clinton had quite a few uh, superdelegates, that is, uh, people uh, who are elected in the Congress— uh, maybe some state Ron, elected officials. I
1: always, uh, at some point, when I when when we get closer to the election, I'll, I'm I'm going to bring this up and hopefully talk to Ron Kind about this because I believe in our area Bernie blew away Hillary Clinton in the in the primary, right? That's, I think yes. And Bernie uh, would win Wisconsin and. And then at you know at some point, Ron Kind is a super delegate voter and he voted for Hillary, and I was like, well, your area. Have voted for Bernie. Should you not use your superdelegate vote to vote for Bernie? I, I, you know, but I. It's been a. It's been what three years since I've. I've three, maybe four years since I've. I've thought about superdelegates. so I have to refresh my memory before I. Well, I talk to, kind to like defend Congressman
2: Kind and and any other superdelegate, the the rules are not written that they are, supposed to you be representing, them. whatever the primary vote is in the. For Ron Kind, the congressional district he represents, right. um, that that gets us into the what are these people? Are they delegates? Should they do whatever their um, a voting public tells them to do? Or are they trustees? Do we vote for them and uh, 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 offer them our trust in, in their judgment as to what the, uh, what kinds of decisions, what kinds of votes are they going to make? All right, so we're
1: going to hit the uh, news here, but
2: well, uh, to 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 this uh, texter, sure. Um, the Democratic Party has uh, reduced the number of uh, super delegates uh, for this upcoming national convention to be held in Milwaukee uh, this summer, um, and and so. Uh, that's the kind of political reaction parties do when they then they get some blowback as to hey we we the public doesn't perceive this as just or fair the right way to operate
1: so the party has uh, made its adjustments to that uh, we're going to get I think uh, one caller in here before we go to news caller who is this you're on the air with uh, Keith and myself
0: hi uh, Kevin here I have a question for the guest yeah go ahead Kevin so um. I'm not an expert in this area, mm-hmm. so I, I hope I can get some enlightenment here. So, during the impeachment process in the House, did the president and the president and the Republicans get to call witnesses of their choosing?
2: the um, The president was offered a role, um, or probably through his lawyer, um, and uh, rejected that. Um, that process is controlled by the uh, majority party, which, of course, was the Democrats. Um, the Republicans had the opportunity to propose witnesses, uh, but they would have to have been uh, voted on by a majority in uh, uh, quite a bit of the, the process was going on in the Intelligence Committee, um, uh, again, in, that, in the basement of the, the Capitol. Um, and so uh, I, w- I would say... From my understanding, my estimation, the president uh, rejected any role in the House. He saw the Democrats in the majority and and didn't.
0: Go ahead. I don't don't think that's entirely true. I think Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and the other Democrats would would not allow uh, the Republicans and the president to bring forward um, people of their choosing. I think that was blocked, unless I'm
3: wrong on that
2: yeah again i th- uh, uh, if the republicans were proposing um witnesses uh, uh and this would have been the same in 98 when the republican party impeached uh, bill clinton in the house um this this is a, a political operation um and often to for the politicians to uh provide a a sense of fairness at least a presentation of fairness uh, they're going to come to some uh compromise on who are the witnesses going to be. Um, uh, What I followed in the House in the impeachment, uh, the Republicans were uh, in the House, were much more interested in trying to diminish, demean the process, um, and not really bring uh, uh, witnesses in. Remember they got one lawyer, Jonathan Turley, in front of the Judiciary Committee when they had four constitutional uh, scholars uh, testifying, um, who uh, said well maybe what president trump has done is impeachable but uh, take this thing a, a little bit longer and and get more evidence
1: well on the on the flip side too the you know if if the house were if the republicans in the house were to call witnesses would they have anything to do with the phone call, or would they just call Joe Biden and Hunter Hunter Biden to to the stand? Which right. Democrats would say, "No, that I, has nothing I, to do I, with I it." I think,
2: to Kevin, uh, one element of the response is remember the the Republicans were not exactly in the House. were not exactly trying to uh, defend the president's actions. Um, they were uh, quite vociferously uh, trying to disrupt uh,
1: the process and diminishing and demeaning it. Kevin, thanks for the call. I got to get the news. If you want to call back, feel free. Uh, Pete, you're on hold. If you want to, if you want to hold, go ahead or call me back in about five minutes. Uh, we're going to hit Scott's comment right n- right now, and we're going to do the news, and we'll be back with Keith from Viterbo, political scientist on WISM. <laughs> Keith Knutson, Viterbo political scientist, in with me. You got questions about the impeachment? You got questions about how the Democratic presidential primary is going to play out as it as we get closer to. You know, whatever date you want to pick, there is so many things going on uh, with that as, as we go. What's the next big date? Is is there the caucus? Right,
2: the, uh, the caucus in Iowa. F- uh, f- I don't have
1: the date in my head, but it's early February. Early February. Uh, a couple of texts here. Dan texted in. he's got a couple of texts, so uh, they're going to be stuff that we hit before before the break. Uh, Ron Kind was elected to represent the people, and the people voted for Bernie Sanders. So we were talking about Ron Kind being a super delegate. And he, him using his vote for Hillary Clinton, uh, I, I always kind of wondered if maybe he should have, you know, voted with his district. His district overwhelmingly picked Bernie Sanders over Hillary Clinton. But you, you kind of argued against that a little bit. We kind of covered that. Um, Dan also texted in, they offered the president to come testify, but they would not allow the president to have witnesses. Uh, I think they as the House Maybe the House of the House, president.
2: The House uh, uh, committees, the Intelligence Committee and the Judiciary Committee, uh, which ran
1: the um, impeachment process. Yes. Um, we, Kevin called in and, and just asked if House Republicans were disallowed or even allowed to have witnesses. They, they wanted witnesses, but those witnesses were Hunter Biden, the whistleblower and a former DNC staffer, maybe among others. But those are the three that I could come up with. Uh, so Hunter Biden has nothing to do with Trump withholding congressional funds, uh, right? To I mean, Trump has his reasonings, whatever they may be, but that has nothing to do with breaking the rules to holding, withholding congressional funds for sure. going after a political.
2: Hunter Biden played into this uh, debunked conspiracy theory um, uh, dealing with uh, Ukraine um, rather than Russia influencing the 2016 election. Um, and then the president's uh, notion that uh, uh, barisma and Hunter Biden needed to be investigated um, so the Republicans and, and the whistleblower well, that was protected my next one. by law is,
1: is, um, if, if Republicans in the house called the for the whistleblower to be a witness and that they certainly can't did happen. they did that a yeah. lot
2: even in the public but the law is such that whistleblowers uh, should be protected if we don't protect these whistleblowers um then uh, we undermine our own own interest in uh, attempting to keep uh, government honest. And at least from the uh, perspective of the people who voted for uh, impeachment and advocate for it, uh, one of the important issues is to keep uh, actors in government honest and uh, abiding by the constitutional parameters of their offices.
1: All right. So Pete, who's been waiting on hold patiently. Pete, you're on the air. Go ahead with Keith.
4: Did he just say honesty and politicians in the same sentence?
2: I did, I did, and uh, I meant it. Um, (laughs)
4: That's a good one. Hey, uh, this uh, impeachment deal—those those those senators are uh, merely jurors. The prosecution comes from the House, and if the defense even shows up, they're probably. We have to realize at this point that uh, discovery's already been made. If discovery hasn't already been made, they need to go back to the House and retry it, because we're going by federal rules of civil procedure here. I don't know. So no, no in we're not. Pete, Senate, we're,
2: we're not going by federal rules of civil procedure. Oh, uh, the Senate are no,
4: they going the Senate?
2: No, the Senate is going to make its own rules, and the House uh, makes over. their own rules. Um, uh, the Constitution, excuse me, uh, but the Constitution doesn't have very much, it doesn't really have anything to say about this process. So uh, the two representative bodies uh, in impeachment and then in the Senate, uh, uh, a trial uh, to determine conviction, uh, those two bodies make up uh, their, their own
4: rules. Well, they're going to have to make them up this time because Nancy Pelosi didn't bring it over. But the fact of the matter is, is that the senators will be the jurors. The House will come in with their prosecution. And you know what's going to happen? (laughs) They don't have to call a witness. Nobody has to. They don't have to hear from other witnesses. uh, All the witnesses have been called.
2: Are we talking with Pete now? Pete, I think you're misrepresenting the process. I'm sorry, but um, the Senate uh, itself gets to vote on whether it wants witnesses to come into the trial so that uh, uh, John uh, Bolton uh, uh, could potentially be a witness at a Senate trial, um, uh, Mick Mulvaney uh, possibly, um, and I suppose the, the Senate could vote to bring in uh, former Vice President Biden, uh, his son Hunter, that, that, I, I, I can't imagine that. Well, I guess I should be careful. I don't think that would happen.
4: Uh, well, but they, were, they were asking about charisma, so of course they're going to bring But uh, do you honestly believe in your heart that they're actually going to do something like that? I don't see it happen.
2: I I think it's possible. Uh, McConnell's position now is uh, the trial will begin and uh, what what in a trial we would call the opening statements are going to take place and then the Senate itself is going to uh, vote and determine if uh, witnesses are going to come in and testify. Remember there were witnesses in the 1999 Clinton impeachment trial in the Senate.
4: Um, yeah, and, but that that he, he was accused of nine felonies in that in that particular thing of uh, obstruction of justice, not obstruction of Congress, but obstruction of justice because he lied to a grand jury about Michael Lewinsky <laughs> and careful, he tried Pete. to give out a Paula Jones, and the Supreme Court ruled against him. You know that that's an entirely different impeachment. They don't have anything on Trump.
1: Um, I disagree with you wholeheartedly, there, Pete. All right, Pete, thanks for the call. i got a couple of people on hold, so I want to get to them. And uh, Bob's been waiting patiently. Bob, you're on the air. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, boy, there's a lot I want to say, but um, um, Mitch McConnell, what he should do is not have a trial because the two articles of impeachment, um, got in order for a president to be impeached, you have to reach one of four standards, treason, bribery, or high crimes or misdemeanors, and neither one of these articles of impeachment uh, reach any of those standards, so their impeachment was unconstitutional. So, I guess Mitch McConnell, he's being weak. He shouldn't have a trial. What he should do is just say, um, just to declare this null and void. Not have a trial because they don't have. There's there's no crime. He um, hasn't done anything um, wrong. I know you're going to say he did. No, uh, let's talk okay. about
2: the way the Senate works, Bob. Uh, no, Mitch McConnell does not make a declaration. He's the majority leader in the Senate, he has 53 Republicans. Um, and he does not. Uh, he's already told us publicly he does not have the votes to simply dismiss these impeachment charges. So his party is in control of the Senate. He's the leader of the Republican Party that's in control of the Senate, and he does not have enough Republican senators to vote for uh, a, some, some for summarily dismissing these impeachment charges. So there there will be a trial of of some sort. We'll see how it proceeds. Um, but uh, uh, your suggestion uh, for what McConnell should do um, is is not practical because he couldn't pull it off.
0: It's a farce. It, this whole it's an attempted coup to overthrow President
2: Trump. Yeah. That, uh, thank you for your opinion, Bob. But I I, I I wholeheartedly disagree with that one too. All right, Eric from Sparta is back. Eric, go ahead. You're on with Keith. Eric, it's good to have you back. Thanks for coming back, brother.
3: Yeah, um, I wholeheartedly agree. Dec- disagree with you on this impeachment thing. Well, we've and got a couple of whole
2: hearts, up. Eric. That's well, why we get along so well. Minute.
3: No, I'm talking. Let me talk. Can I talk?
2: <laughs> yes, go ahead.
3: And As far as Evers with this uh, second amendment thing, the Republicans walked out because they know they try to pass more bills. And all it's going to do is hurt the law-abiding gun owners. The criminals are always going to have guns, and you know it and I know it. They can pass all the laws they want and they are sure gonna have them. 'em, they're so gonna get them one way or another. And uh, it's wholeheartedly greedy with this speech of stuff. Mitch McConnell has no rules to follow. He may have some votes of Murkowski and uh, ad- adverse votes, from Murkowski uh Alexander, the other woman and uh Collins from Maine. Mitt Romney Mitt Romney because they because they're Mitt Romney is a fool to begin with. The <laughs> other ones are must be at a period or something. The women will say they're peer or something and uh, Lamar exactly I can't figure that out. Thanks a
2: lot. Thank you, Eric. Even in 2012, when I opposed Mitt Romney for the presidency, I wouldn't have called him a fool. Um, uh, You know, the the man has uh, uh, done some pretty significant public service, and I think one of the, uh, in my estimation, one of the things we need to get back to is uh, acquiring some degree of respect for our political leaders, and even those we oppose... I guess I would like to say uh, one reason I come onto this program is to talk with people with whom I don't agree and see if we can get some element of uh, discussion. And, um, uh, well, I said it the first time we talked, Eric, love your brother, and uh, uh, I think we need to uh, reacquire some degree of respect if we're going to go back to maybe when America was great um, in a period of uh, uh, after World War II, we had political differences, but the the, the political differences didn't bring out um, excessive demonization,
1: and I think that's a uh, that, that's a problem in our society at this very moment. Libertarian guy tucks in. I thought you were going to take away guns and missiles, Rick. So I think I I proposed that at one point we just take away everyone's guns and and uh, another well, texture. I, I,
2: I wonder if if uh, uh, all of the gun rights advocates who uh, listen. Uh, might at least be willing to um, uh, get to a, a, a point where we could uh, uh, regulate, uh, uh, diminish the uh, uh, ownership of assault rifles and this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, things that seem to be uh, what we more do. dangerous than than for what people might want in legitimate gun ownership. And, and that is an element of our... Our culture, but for me, when I read the Second Amendment and recognizing that a well regulated militia is necessary, um, I'm not so sure our founders, and I don't know that we have to abide by them, but uh, many of us go back to the founding. Um, I'm not so sure our founders uh, would have been so impressed with the um, exceedingly expansive uh, gun ownership that uh, permeates our I mean, society today. They would have been impressed with the guns, though. you got to admit that. Uh, 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 <laughs> even, Holy smokes! E- even a non-gun owner such as myself has to be impressed with them
1: because they are lethal I mean, one le- guy could have won the Civil War weapons. on his own. Yeah. Uh, all right, 608-785-7914. We're gonna take a quick break. Keith, do you wanna dive into the Wisconsin Appeals Court putting the voter, voter purge on hold in Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, that'd be a great. We can we dive topic. into that? We can Good. we can reel it into Wisconsin a little bit uh, yeah. before we let you go. All right, we'll be back in just a minute on Wism. <laughs> Let's see, where where were we going? Um, oh, we did have we did have a texter here. Uh, Ryan texted in. Give me the definition of an assault rifle. Ryan? Feel free to either text or call and give us the definition of an assault rifle. I just, I don't think you're, you're, we're not. We're, I don't really want to get into a gun debate because it's just not relevant to anything. I was just using gun legislation as example of gaveling in and gaveling out something that we could debate. Well, and but, but the political
2: side of that, Rick, is um, uh, the governor had to realize that there was not going to be uh, gun legislation passed through the Republican-controlled assembly and state senate Mm -hmm. Um, politicians often want to get bills proposed and even have them voted on because then there's a vote on record that the opposition can take to the public and say look this person voted for or
1: against such a thing and that creates a campaign issue yeah i mean we had a, a huge vote was it two weeks ago, on lemonade stands being legal. (laughs) So, I mean, that, I think it came down to the wire. It came down to, you know, how, uh, who was it, McCain did the thumbs up, thumbs down. That's what we did in the Wisconsin. I would have
2: gone with the lemonade thing, except there's six inches of snow out there now, and
1: I don't think anybody's drinking lemonade right now. And surely there are none out on the sidewalk. Okay, so I want to get to this uh, Court of Appeals, but number three is, is waiting on hold. So we're going to put him on. Number three, you're on with Keith. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was wondering uh, if we can give Trump
4: any credit for my 401k having a wonderful year last year.
1: Number three, first, it's a 409k. Trump tweeted out the other day, I hit all, everyone's 409ks are doing very well.
4: Okay, well, whatever it was, it done real good. Because yeah. there for a while, when Obama was had the horse whip in his hand, I thought I was going to have to send my wife back to work.
2: Well, um, you could... Put your wife on the phone and see if she would have agreed to that. But look, the, uh, uh, I read the other day that uh, uh, job uh, growth um, in the first three years of uh, Trump's presidency is still about, I think something like 20 to 25,000 jobs a month below, the economic growth uh, 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 in um, Obama's, uh, not his last three years, but his, his middle three years. So uh, you, you've got to look at the uh, economic circumstances to make judgments like this, Caller. I uh, thought
4: everybody that wanted a job has got one.
2: Um uh, you know there are lots of people who are choosing not to be in the job market um our That's unum- right. our unemployment right. rate is actually a bit deceptive because uh, if people are not actually looking for work um but unemployed we we're not counting them this was a change we made during the Reagan years uh, but yeah, they look out
4: of the system I think you I think you've, I think you've got a, a, you've got a, you have an some ab- people they don't have to work they get everything for nothing
2: Um, Well, uh, I'm familiar with that argument, too. But I I think you make a point, caller. Um, The the economy is uh, uh, doing pretty well. Um, Look, uh, uh, I want to make a counterpoint. Our unemployment rate is at something like 3.5%, but uh, our budget deficit is going to uh, uh, top $1 trillion this year. Now, uh, we did have trillion-dollar deficits in uh, uh, Obama's first two years, but what was going on? The unemployment rate he inherited was something like 10 percent. So when we try to make these economic judgments, we have to look at what is the, uh, what are the underlying economic circumstances which any president walks into when the person takes over the job, um, and uh, what's the person doing to address even future. Uh, economic challenges. And uh, here's where I would uh, strongly criticize President Trump with these trillion dollar budget deficits uh, at a three and a half percent unemployment rate um, and spending uh, well beyond uh, the means of what we're taking in. Now, that's actually been a Republican strategy for decades. That is, uh, try to uh, 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 ring out government programs by spending beyond our means and arguing that we can't support our collective activities. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, that, that's a strategy that I find disconcerting.
1: All right. We got another call for probably Keith. I don't know if they want to ask me any questions, but they can uh, call her. Who's this? You're on the cross talk. Yeah, this
0: is John. Hey John, go ahead. I guess I've been hearing this same guy every night. Um, talking about basically bashing trump every single time he has a chance to and putting out facts that actually aren't even facts there's nothing to back anything up
2: which so facts I don't know are those caller, caller, which that, but
0: i mean there's no there's no facts ever given it's just more or less uh,
1: bs right. okay what what bs name an example
0: well pretty much everything that he said about trump
1: all right Pick one.
0: Uh, why don't I just go the same way that he goes? He doesn't pick anything; he just goes randomly into nothingness.
1: So you don't have anything. All right, thanks a lot. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. A couple minutes left. Uh, let's see here, Ryan. Ryan, can we? Ryan, text in. Can we circle back to this when Trump wins the next election and see how he's doing after year six? I'm uh, guessing. It, I'm guessing maybe the the economy.
2: Sure. Uh, uh, if uh, President Trump does win re-election, um, uh, the next four years of economic prosperity
1: will be his to own for sure. Um. All right. So Bob. Oh, Bob's been waiting here. Bob. Bob, you got you got a thirty seconds. Go ahead. All
0: right. Okay. Um. Just one thing. Um. In the House, when they impeached him president trump wasn't given any due process at all um it has nothing to do with well i'd just like to say this um i try to listen to you mr knutson and like the, you're, you're a very smart person you know what you're talking about but you you get on rick's show and you just you lie and lie and lie all the time and there's no truth. Like the last call, you lie and lie and lie, and you
1: twist around. All right, you got, a, around. you got an example, or are we just going to... Yeah,
0: the due process thing. Um, just because uh, the uh, Democrats had the majority in the House, that doesn't mean you think that they can uh, deny President Trump due process. Um, uh, President Trump, he wanted a lot more witnesses called, but they, they said they had to... The Republicans, Republicans had to get the Democrats' permission.
1: You're right, they- same thing that's going to happen in the House. All right, we we gotta we gotta wrap up here, Bob. I gotta cut you off. Well, um, I, I, I'm sorry to hear that
2: your callers uh, think and even are accusing me of, of being a liar. Um, uh, once again, uh, we have uh, potentially opposing views on politics. Uh, how do we get to some element of uh, uh, being able to discuss our differences um, and? Uh, Uh, callers, I uh, hope you don't
1: mind, but if Rick's going to invite me back, uh, let's keep trying. And that's going to wrap things up. Of course, we're going to invite you back. Keith will be back Thursday. I'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks a lot. See ya.